Press the button, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm learning to love myself again. What is up, Sugar Bushes? Welcome back to another episode of Snacks Packs. As you can obviously tell, I've lost my voice. I've been on the road every weekend this month and screaming my fucking lungs out, so I'm dying. Being a party there's clown. A, there's not going to be a too much in the beginning of this episode. We're going to get right down yeah, to brass tacks. That's so I fine. just drove like 10 hours. and today, I still got right? yeah, to, just today, yeah. I still got to shower and do everything. So I'm going to tell you right now, um, and welcome back because we took last week off. Yeah. Um, I got a burp hole in. I needed it. Excuse me. Um, it was a good break. Yeah, it was very good. Went and saw good. my family. It was nice. Nice, nice. So the one I have is not, it doesn't read like a cult case. It reads like a true crime case, which really I'm good at. Yeah. I mean, most cult cases yeah, kind of yeah. are true well, crime it, cases. So this is basically a true crime case that involves a cult. They don't really have like a name name. They're called the Believers. Excuse me. I just downed a bunch of Cherry Coke Zero. Um, <laughs> They're called the Believers, but you will get to why they're called that. So... <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, that's a $90 cough right there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so March 11th, 1989, Mark Kilroy is a senior at the University of Texas in Austin. Um, and again, sorry, there's not a lot of banter in the beginning. We'll get the banner in next weekend. Yeah, we'll banter well, I'll our, tell you about this whole month. Off. Yeah, all oh, month, yeah. but I, we got to get You guys will be stunned yeah, by how much yeah, banter it's going to be crazy. It's going to be crazy. this is going to be so long. I mean, not like not our longest, surely, but these yeah, these are long. Yeah, it's a lengthy episode. Yeah, I've noticed that our numbers are okay. People just take longer to listen yeah, to the episodes. Yeah, I can. Yeah. I think it's interesting. Um, so Mark Kilroy, uh, he's at the University of Texas in Austin. He meets up with three of his college homies, and they pile into cars. I think they all go to separate colleges as well, but they just pile into a car and they have their sights set on South Padre Island for spring break. Now they're super stoked. They're going to fucking lay out on the beach, get absolutely shit hammered, and smash some puss. And uh, smoke some brick Yeah, weed. Yeah, <laughs> some Reggie, dude. So Rolling Stones described Kilroy as a, quote, all-American boy-next-door type. Well-built, extremely good athlete. His friends describe him as a, quote, an above-average guy. So <laughs> yeah, fine, right. <laughs> Not great, but it's good. If I, if I found out all my friends said that about me, I'd be like, eh. I'd be like okay, cool, right. I guess. I, it could be worse. Yeah. So on Sunday, these good old boys head down to Brown and crossed the Rio Grande into Metamoros. And Metamoros is a really big boom in border town at this point in time. It attracts thousands of spring breakers. Thanks to, I don't know, Metamoros, Metamorphosis, My Immortal by oh. Evanescence. Oh. Mar- um, Martha Moros? Yeah, Martha Moros. Uh, yeah, I'm going to butcher some of these names. I'm sorry. Um, so they attract thousands no, it's of. Mata. Okay. Is it Mata? Yeah, okay, it's Mata. cool. Um, they're going to attract thousands of spring breakers thanks to their. Uh, hold on one second. Kale Alvaro Obregón. I don't know. It's not bad. It was good. It was all right. It wasn't bad. It was all right. Yeah. So uh, it's a huge avenue of bars and clubs, and you can get a motherfucking Corona with the lime for a single doll hair. And probably some really good that cocaine because yeah. you're across the board. Tons I mean, of dude, so Tons of fish scale good <laughs> cocaine. Unstepped yeah. on, brother. Goes into intense flashbacks That's why their parties of my go partying to like days. Five in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> so while on their way to uh, Matamoros, they link up with some college baddies from Kansas, represent, who was needing directions <sighs> no on shit. how to, yeah, needing directions on how to get there. So like, hey, what's up, Shugs? Uh, just follow us. We'll go there together. 
hit it off, let's have a good time. So they get they hit it off, they arrive in Matamoros, they link up, these gals, they start partying, they're having a good time, they spend the night getting lit, they head back to their hotel around 2.30 a.m. Next night, they decide to pop back over to the U.S. because this is back in the day you could just cross a fucking bridge, you didn't need nothing, you could literally just walk across the bridge and be fine. Um, I know. Yeah, yeah good man. old days, yeah. God damn. So they pop back over to the U.S. Uh, they're going to get litty titties at a party at Kilroy's fraternity brothers were throwing. A little after that, they're like, all right, back to Metamoros. And they decide to park their car and use a pedestrian bridge to walk across the border. So they start drinking at a place called El Sombrero, um, Sombrero uh, before heading to the Hard Rock, which had that just been like, named the Hard Rock. That sounds like an absolutely, like, <coughs> like... A dude just trying to snag whatever dude, white people yeah, want yeah, across honestly, the border. Yeah. Come to El Sombrero. Yeah. Oh, we got nachos. I poor don't know. favor. <laughs> <laughs> so they head to the Hard Rock after that and continue to party. Kilroy's talking to this honey who plays third in a tanning competition while his homies are partying horde. Is that real? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I got this information from Rolling Stone, so it's third got a bunch a- of unnecessary <laughs> <laughs> Okay. So, so finally the night comes to an end. They say their goodbyes. They start making their way back across the bridge. On the way back, Kilroy and his homies are walking uh, back to the U.S. side. And they're talking about all the wild shit they got into during their evening soiree around... So they're about 200 feet from the border at this point. Kilroy's friend Huddleston breaks off from Kilroy's side. He runs ahead to a small park just before the bridge to uh, drain the main vein. Oh, okay. Hey, you know, okay, brisk okay. walk, whatever. Yeah. He's not with Kilroy anymore. Oh, I was imagining him just sprinting away. I was <laughs> like, wasn't sprint. that weird to them? <laughs> I'll see you guys later. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's <just> <laughs> uh, So um, at, he said that as he was running ahead to use the bathroom, he notices a Mexican man motioning for Kilroy to come talk to him. Huddleston mentions that he thought that Kilroy knew the man, saying he could hear the man saying, quote, don't I know you from somewhere or something along those lines. So as Huddleston gets done taking his leak, he heads to meet, meet up with their other uh, their other homies, uh, the whose names are Moore and Martin. But once they get there, once he gets there and links up with them, Kilroy isn't with him. And so they just decide to, Huddleston decides, you know, hey, wait here, I'm going to backtrack, see where he is. So he backtracks. He can't locate him anywhere. Uh, they did. They they decide to go ahead and cross the border. They figured Kilroy would be. Uh, he did, sorry. I'm sorry. Getting ahead of myself. Huddleston decides he's going to go ahead and cross the border. He thinks that Kilroy par- probably already met up with Moore and Martin at the car, oh, and they're waiting okay. for him to come back once he arrives. But once he gets Heard there, Kilroy's not there. Yeah. Okay. Um, hold on. This I is cough. such a post like <laughs> drinking story. Dude, oh know? yeah. Everybody's. Yeah. Uh, this all is the over. hangover. <laughs> uh, so uh. yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. So Kilroy isn't with him. They wait around for a while. Um, they come to the conclusion that Kilroy must have gotten a ride from someone, uh, or met up with a girl, or that girl, or whatever, just went somewhere and didn't tell them. So they decided to skedaddle back to the hotel, get some sleep. Once they wake up in the morning, Kilroy isn't there, and that's when they start becoming worried that something might have happened to him. Okay. So students uh, just disappearing in Metamoros isn't uncommon. They usually turn up the next day with a vicious fucking hangover, but they're safe and sound nonetheless. So it was soon becoming clear that that wasn't Kilroy's case. So they immediately call the 5-0. Five uh, O suspects foul player off the rip, and authorities on both sides of the Rio Grande began looking, but they weren't having any luck finding any leads. Both sides, you uh, sure? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, mm, I mean, he is 
an all-American white boy, so the cops actually that's true. give a shit. That's true. So, it's yeah. a bad look. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They it's don't a, like that kind yeah, of attention. People of color, they're like, fuck them, we don't care yeah. because the U.S. fucking sucks. <laughs> um, so... Um, so, la, 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 where was I? So the both authority, authorities on both sides begin looking. They can't find any leads. Leads. So they begin circulating Kilroy's picture in local jails and hospitals. Uh, they even brought in a hypnotist to put the boys under hypnosis in hopes that they would remember something that would give Jesus the police Christ. a lead. So Moore, while under hypnosis, tells police that he remembers Kilroy talking to a man who had a cut on his face. Kilroy's parents were like, fuck this, we're going on a hunt. They end up flying down to Brownsville and continuing the search for their son. They pass around 20,000 leaflets and offering a $15,000 reward for the information of Kilroy's location. They even meet up with the Texas governor as well as the high, some high-ranking officials. Um, again, oh, a white kid. He's been missing for a while, though. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah, it's. I, I think at this point it's been a couple weeks. Okay. So, um, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. I have that here. Sorry. Um, so they meet up with Texas governor, uh, uh, some other high ranking officials. Mark's case is even featured on the TV hit show America's most wanted. So thanks to the TV feature they, they started getting flooded with tips and calls about where he might be. But unfortunately none of them provided to be fruitful. Excuse me. Apologies. So the big break in Kilroy's case comes from an, comes from the unrelated efforts of the of Mexico cracking down on drug operations. They launch a full-scale anti-drug effort along the border, deploying 1,200 agents, a dozen helicopters, and at least 30 airplanes to monitor the area for any drug smuggling activities. Holy shit. Holy yeah. shit. In the 80s, dude. They really give a fuck about this guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, well. so this wasn't related to Kilroy. This was just, like I said, it was an unrelated effort. They wanted oh. to crack down on drug smuggling, oh. which somehow which led them to getting a break in Kilroy's case. Okay. They were two unrelated things that kind of came together. had a lot of helicopters together. around. Yeah, yeah. Handy. So, so well, what happens is um, in early April, just about three weeks after Kilroy had gone missing, uh, Elio Hernandez uh, Rivera age 22, who was a resident a resident of Metamoros, is arrested for running a pol- r- police routine roadblock and having that their wacky tobacco on him. He's taken in, he's questioned, and ends up identifying several drug dealers and reveals that his family owns a small ranch about 20 miles outside of Metamoros. So, so in Mexico, though? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> in Mexico. So on April 11th, Rivera is taken in... Sorry, his last name was Rivera. I forgot to put the A in my initial... Uh, saying of his name. So Rivera is taken in handcuffs to the Santa uh, Santa Elena ranch. The police were already aware of this area. They knew it was a popular staging area for a ring of devil's lettuce smugglers. Um, and okay. so it was no surprise when they done found 75 pounds of married iguanas uh, on the property. How many, did you write all these <laughs> down? <laughs> oh my God. I was like, that's <laughs> got all the, got all the names in here. So, now, while on this property, they show the ranch caretaker a picture of Mark Kilroy and ask him, have you seen this kid? The caretaker tells them, yes, uh, that there had been, um, ooh, oh, yes, that he had been there and points to a corral in like a tin shack about 400 yards away. All right, please, okay, like, cool, let's go check this bad Larry out. And they begin fucking Scooby-Dooing their way over there. Okay. And as they approach the shack, they are just, like, overcome with the smell of, like, decaying flesh. Uh, Probably a bad sign. Yeah, hold on, I got to cough again. My God. <laughs> drink some, you Dude, drink my water. voice is gone. My drink voice is water. completely some honey, gone. honey, tea, maybe? Um, I literally just got off the road and then came in here and we're doing this. So, <clears throat> as they approach the shack, they are overcome with the smell of decaying flesh. 
There they find several shallow graves that contain the remains of 12, 12 men, uh, one of them being Mark Kilroy. These bodies were badly mutilated, like super bad. They had been savagely disfigured. Their hearts had been ripped out. They had been slashed with knives. They had been My burned. God. They had been hanged. Their ears had been cut off. Their eyes and testicles had been removed. Her eyes had been cut off. Yeah, her, her, her ears were, were cut, cut off. off. <laughs> um, so, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, and one of them had just been decapitated completely. Uh, as the search okay. continued, three more bodies are discovered, bringing the total count to 15. So police end up finally searching that tin shack. Uh, when they get inside, they find that the floor is completely covered in blood, just uh. blood all over the floor. The shack is covered in still burning candles. Dude, this is the day every <sighs> cop fears. Oh, yeah, dude. When yeah. it's like... A run-of-the-mill crime turns into a yeah, not run-of-the-mill yeah. crime. They're like, <laughs> some wild, Yeah, some wild shit. So uh, they've in the shack are still burning candles. Uh, on the floor, there's an iron kettle filled with... Uh, there's an iron kettle filled with iron and wooden spikes, the charred remains of a human brain, and a roasted turtle. There are urns. Oh. <clears throat> there are other urns in the room that contain a concoction of con- uh, congelated blood, human hair, and animal body parts. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. It's it. Uh, the smell must be crazy in there. Oh. <laughs> so, also in the room were like coconut shells, cigars, cane liquor, and like an iron bed frame, duct tape, and a machete oh, and a hammer. Like that's the scariest yeah. thing of the whole story. Machete and a hammer that w- that were caked in blood. So police also happened to discover a large oil drum used to boil some of the victims. It was a fucking cheesy horror movie, just straight come Jesus to life. If you Christ. put this in a movie, they'd, uh, you'd be like, all right, dude, chill oh out. Oh, my we God, yeah, there's yeah, blood so, everywhere. Yeah. Oh, a bucket of brains, <laughs> yeah, yeah. okay. So Lieutenant George uh, Lieutenant George Gavito of the Cameron County Sheriff's Department was one of the first Americans on scene and stated, quote, I've been on the force 15 years, and there are no words to describe what I saw there. Arrests started being made left and right. The authorities couldn't believe what they were hearing. Apparently, these victims were used... Excuse me, were used by this drug smuggling cult as human sacrifices with oh. the belief that these sacrifices would make the gang invincible and protect their drug smuggling business from the law. It's rumored oh that the Oh my two- god, that's the dumbest <clears throat> yeah, thing I've I, ever I, heard. So it's rumored we that we will draw less attention to ourselves by kidnapping <laughs> white people. tourists. Okay. So it is rumored that two of the cultists that were arrested were wearing necklaces made of human vertebrae. Uh, as they were taken into prison, kind of, yeah, pretty bad. Uh, so the uh, they called them the believers. So the believers said that their sacrifices made them invisible and impervious to bullets. A few of them would, yeah, <laughs> right. no. a few of them uh, had, to, you know, as they were getting arrested, displayed marks that they had on their arms and back, which they explained to police were symbols that marked them as killers. Um, so police question the men. They say when Mark Kilroy and when Mark Kilroy came up, police asked who had murdered him, and they were always met with the same a- answer: El Padrino, the Godfather. Okay. So arrest warrants were issued for five more cult members, including Adolfo de uh, de Jesus uh, Constanzo, twenty six, oh. who was the religious leader of the cult, as well as a warrant for Sar Aldrete, a young 24-year-old college student at Texas Southmost College in Brownsville, who was known within the cult as the, quote, godmother or the witch. Okay. So, recounts from the arrested state that the godfather ordered a sacrifice of an Anglo student, and Mark Kilroy was unfortunately in the wrong place at the wrong time. They said that he'd almost escaped, but they managed to get him back in the vehicle where they bound him with thick electrical tape and took him back to the ranch. They kept him in prison in the shack 
feeding him eggs and bread and water. 12 hours after his initial kidnapping, they led Kilroy outside, and with a single blow to the back of the neck with a machete, they took his life. Well, okay. <laughs> Jeez, that's yeah. honestly not bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, with all I mean, that stuff going on, yeah. I was like, well, oh, I thought his death would take forever. At least it wasn't slow. Yeah, yeah damn. So uh, when they found Kilroy's body in one of the shallow graves, his legs had been severed at the knee. His brain and spine had been removed as well. I mean, if you got a dead body, <laughs> might as well use it. Yeah, I suppose so, <laughs> yeah. dude. So, during interrogation, many of the cultists made references to a 1987 horror movie called The Believer, starring Martin Sheen. The film is about a cult in NYC that conducts human sacrifices to gain money and power. Many of the cultists had said that Sarah uh, Aldrete, or, quote, The Witch, had organized screenings of the movie and made them watch it, quote, many times. Police had searched. What? Yeah, police had searched Sarah's room at her parents' house and found a bunch of occultist shit next to a wall smeared in blood. We should do <sighs> movie or mm. crimes based off of movies. That'd be a good episode. Well, yeah, season. Yeah, 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 yeah. It'd be a great season. Yeah, so much so it, we'd have to do a round season two electric boogaloo, dude. Yeah. Well, except the no. I didn't no. know you were being sarcastic. No, being we were doing movies based, based off crimes. of real crimes. I'm talking about crimes that were based, based off of movies. Oh yeah, okay, okay. There, that's actually a surprisingly big thing too. Yeah, okay. All I right. can think that of makes a few sense. good ones. That yeah. makes sense. I was like, what the fuck are you? Talking? <laughs> I was like, you doing a bit right now because you sound really serious. <laughs> um, so they said they made she made them watch it many times. Police had searched Sarah's room. They found a bunch of occultist shit next to a smear a wall smeared in blood. So Philip Carlo, an NY writer, is, it's like cheesy. Yeah, this it's like you couldn't crazy. write a cheesier movie, dude. This is insane. So Philip Carlo, a New York writer and expert on the occult, is certain that Constanzo was dedicated to a specific spirit of the Paulo Mayombe cult known as Ugin, the patron god of criminals and criminal activity. Adding oh. that the presiding priest or Mayombrero becomes possessed by the spirit and blows cigar smoke and pills, spills liquor on his victims before killing them. Oh, okay. Philip Carlo explains that Constanzo uh, had all of Ogun's implements, such as a horseshoe, a chain, railroad spikes, pretty much things made of metal. Yeah. Because, um, you know, it's it's how you, you know, invoke shit. Okay. Um, and human sacrifice, you know, just not, it's not uncommon for in this cult. Or, I'm sorry, vice versa. Human sacrifice, when it comes to this, like animal sacrifices, yeah, okay, fine. But Standard. really, when people are praying to this god, they don't sacrifice humans. He was just kind of taking it a step forward. Oh, okay. So, oh, yeah, weird. Yeah, Constanzo was a cold motherfucker. He mutilated his human victims. He commanded fear and respect from his cult members. Early on in his career, he quickly establishes himself as a powerful drug lord. He was also gay, um, which... I that took, didn't I, surprise me. I read it, and I was like... I read it and just went on, and then it was like, oh, he was killed with his partner. And I was like, wait a minute, what? And so I went back, and yeah. I thought that I thought it said he like was anti-gay, and I was like, mm, yeah, that makes sense. Sure. Uh, but no, he was, yeah, he was a gay dude. I don't know why that surprises <laughs> yeah, me. Yeah, same, yeah. That is, I don't know. Because the gays can't do, any, can't do no wrong. You know I what mean, I'm we love our gays. There was, that one, there was actually a decent period of time in the 70s where there was a bunch oh, of uh, the gay serial oh, killers. Oh, uh, yeah, a lot just, of the serial killers yeah. like, are gay. Yeah. Was it like the Lake City or Salt or whatever, Lake River Killer or oh, something yeah, like the, that? Oh, yeah, the Green River the, Killer. Yeah, the guy yeah. put him up on the board. Yeah, 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 yeah. he was so, gay. Uh, Gacy was Ed gay. Gein? No, wasn't he? No, Gacy. Gacy is what I'm thinking of. Fuck, what is the dude's name? I was going to do his case. Dahmer. Dahmer was, was gay, gay, yeah, and then Damn, the, there was another actually, dude. There was it's a, weird that they aren't gay. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> honestly. There was another guy I was going to cover, but I can't remember. Um, 
I can't remember uh, his name because I was going to do him, and then I kind of just got – Larry Eiler, that's who it was. He was a gay man. And, like, nine times out of ten, if they are part of the Alphabet Mafia, it's that they're struggling with their sexuality of being gay – and not that it gives yeah. them an excuse. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not saying that. Nothing. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that at all. Absolutely not. Yeah. They're still fucking pieces of shit, and I hope they burn in hell for the rest of their life. If um, hell existed, if hell existed, they would, they would be, be there. there. First class ticket, boiler room, straight to hell. Um, right next to every person who masturbated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, he establishes himself as a powerful drug lord. When the story broke, people were shocked about Sarah Aldrete. Bro, uh, this is like when this was the eighties. Uh, if I remember, let me look. Like, at the do you remember all the fucking devil worship Satanic shit they were panic, so afraid dude. of, yeah, dude? Yeah. And this happened. So this they is must, dude. Uh, all the D and D moms must have been freaking their mind. out. This is nineteen. This is nineteen eighty nine. Oh man, uh, so uh, that's goofy. <clears throat> yeah, it's crazy. So. Um, everybody's super surprised about Sarah Auditri because she's like this like college student who's like straight A's, does extracurriculars. She's like a star athlete. She's tall. She's beautiful. Like her professors, like yeah, we wish we had more of her in our class because she's such a good student. So um, they were shocked about her. Obviously, every day up until she she skedaddled, she was crossing the pedestrian bridge from Metamoros to go to school in the U.S. So everyone in her school thought she was the bee's knees. Like I said, all her instructors liked her. She was super into extracurricular activities and shit. Like being at the head of a cult slash drug cartel is like was not on anyone's bingo card. That's insane. Uh, she was all, but like people, like people, um, people. When they the story broke, people started thinking of some of the shit she was doing. They were like, oh, "Okay, wait, They're like it like, is weird." They were like, "How?" She was like, my well, chickens well, all hold the on, time. hold on." So she was like, "They were like, one, how can you afford this really nice car with like a car phone in it and stuff like that on what your parents do?" He's a reti- he was so a retired weird. electrician. Her dad was a retired electrician, and then also there was a story about her like doing a screening of the believers for a bunch of people in her class. And they said that when it was over, she started like chanting a bunch of shit and they were just like, I thought they were like, I thought she was fucking around. Uh, (laughs) Obviously not dude. That imagine being like, Oh my God. Like going to that movie and realizing what that was later. Mm -hmm. So police end up like the police, whereas they don't necessarily you know, they probably believe in superstition, but they got to be, um, you know, professional. But they know the community does, so they end up burning down that shack and, like, having, uh, you know, a healer bless it and, like, they lay a giant wooden cross down on it and stuff like that. Okay. To cleanse whatever negative energy was there. So, <clears throat> two weeks after exhuming the last bodies and burning down the shack, the federal surround an apartment building on a quiet residential street. How many street. bodies did they have? Uh, Fifteen in total. Okay, wow. Um, So... It, did they think that was all the ones that they'd ever killed? I don't know. Oh, okay. I, well, I mean, it's the only ones they found. I'm sure there were more. Um, so they police around this building on a quiet residential street in Mexico City. Constanzo sat inside. He watches the police begin to close in. He kind of fucking knew it was about time that he was going to wrap his shit up. So he starts losing his mind. He's throwing just fucking giant wads of cash out the window. He's firing at people walking on the street. So <laughs> that dude just fucking going off. That's not cool. <laughs> yeah, I don't know yeah. why that's so hilarious. <laughs> so, that's some GTA yeah, shit. Yeah. So uh, Constanzo was holed up in the building with his partner. Um, so uh, his partner was, he was in this building with his partner. He was also there with a devoted cult member, uh, Alvaro de Leon Valdez. And as police begin to close in, 
Constanzo orders Valdez to shoot him and his partner. He tells Valdez he will pay in hell if he doesn't, and he wants to die with his partner. And I'm sure his partner's probably like, yeah, going yeah, to hell yeah. Anyway, but <laughs> his partner's like, I don't want to die. <laughs> but, uh, so shoot me. Yeah. So okay. <laughs> police finally kick in the door. They find an altar of black candles, two swords, a skull made out of white wax, and a blindfolded bolt, blindfolded doll holding another doll. Very creepy. Constanzo and his partner are found slumped together in a small closet with gunshot wounds to their head and face. Valdez, Aldrete, and three other members of the cult are arrested in the house and and brought up on charges of homicide, criminal association, wounding a police agent, and damage to property. Old Sarah's ass is like, oh, I didn't know the fucking cult, blah, 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 blah. I didn't know that they were killing people. Uh, <laughs> shut up, nerd. <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> like, so Constanzo had like a super high... Um, he was like really well known too. Like he he had like super high top ranking officials paying him like eight grand for his like spiritual cleansing. God and stuff damn! Like that. Um, after God, his death, it cool. took a long time for things to go back to normal in the area for like. Was it like a power spring vacuum? Spring breaks, yeah, to start. Well, oh, well oh, for spring breakers yeah. to start flooding back in. Yeah. To, uh, Probably, yeah. 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 I wouldn't yeah. visit for a and, while. And again, you know, or Sarah's like, I didn't know they were killing people and stuff. And I was like, how do you not know? Uh, what do you do? Yeah. So the drugs were okay, but you stopped the line. Smuggling drugs was okay, but you stopped the line at murdering people. I mean, I would smuggle drugs, but not murder yeah, people. Yeah, I mean, same, but also like, you know. The you, cult aspect of it seems you're, sus. You're screening a movie for these cartel members about killing people, sacrificing people for power. And you don't think they're doing that? Like, they're not going to go. Like, you, so she knew. How, she fucking knew. Yeah. Did she, she got in trouble? I didn't see in the article. I think the article said she didn't. Um, hold on. Dude, you can be... A, no way she walks from this. Sarah Aldrete... Uh, oh, she, yeah, she's a convicted Mexican serial killer. Okay, she, okay sweet. Good, good. Sweet. Good, good. That's good. Yeah, good. Okay, I was worried yeah. that she just walked away from Yeah, me. she's like, uh, bye, and just fucking leaves. <laughs> like, oh, okay. Um, but yeah, that is the cult of... Uh, That's goddamn the believers. Um, that is so, and I didn't even, I, I'm stupid. I didn't even think to look up her Wikipedia page. It says she's a convicted Mexican civil killer who was headed a drug smuggling and human sacrifice cult with Adolfo Constanzo. Members of the cult dubbed by the media as the narco satanus. How original. Come on. Yeah. yeah. Called her the godmother, called Castillo the godfather. It was involved in the ritual killings in Metameros, Tamalupes, Mexico. And, and, uh, yeah, there's not really like a name for the cult. It's crazy. The believers. That, it's crazy. Like. That movies do this shit to people. Yeah. Oh, so 16 confirmed victims suspected to be 26. She got 45 oh, so years not, in prison. Not as many as yeah, not, thought. Yeah, not as I many. I don't but know like how, how many How many times can you What do you think? Yeah. Like, yeah, is it every yeah. time they're doing a run? You know, yeah. they're like, all yeah, right, we're think, about to move think so, 70 honestly. kilos, yeah. so let's kill a college student. Yeah, I think that actually might be it. It doesn't sound like a... <clears throat> Like Good more strategy. complicated, yeah. you know. Like, what are you it's doing? Like once a year, dude. Can like, we just go deliver the drugs and yeah. not kill a college student today? Yeah. Or like at least like once a year. Like you don't need to kill one every time, dude. You're just gonna, like, they're gonna oh, pile up. You imagine you're you're transporting your devil's lettuce across the border, and you're like, oh my god, I forgot to kill a college kid. Just uh, roll down the window. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh that counts. That yeah, counts. Yeah. <laughs> uh, cross yeah. themselves. A <laughs> cool. Got him. Wow. We're not laughing that these people are dead. No. We're laughing at the stupidity of this. So ridiculous. That these people died. These people died because these Kinda fucking dumb, stupid idiots. Like I don't, I don't know if we've 
like her I've never heard of something like so incorporated into the business structure. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That's really weird to me. Yeah. They like really believe that shit. Yeah, they were super which, about it. It's not like top, you know. <laughs> and it, that's and like, kinda neat it had an actual religion tied into it, but also like it was also based off a movie. Like like I if, if they would have cut out the believers entirely, they'd be like, all right, I get it. You know, yeah. religion, whatever. But, yeah. But they were and like, they movie. were super into this movie. So uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> that is really weird. Yeah. How many notes, how many pages of notes do you have for the, uh, the Mormons? Four. It's four. Okay. Well, yeah. let's, let's hear it. I hate you ready. Moments. I listen. Dude, I don't. Okay. I, okay. All right. So go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I, I, and I put in my notes, I asked Naxton if he thought it would be too edgy to cover the Mormons. He said, absolutely not. So <laughs> yeah. They I, approved of this, that, and I wanted to say first that like some of the most important people in my life are Mormons and I love and respect them deeply. And I think there are good people in all religions and not everything about most, I mean, even like Om Shinrikyo, some of those people didn't yeah. kill people. And, and just I, if I'm being honest, after researching the Mormon religion, I think their like celestial heaven structure is like kind of cool because like hell get ahead of me. Well, 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 I'm not gonna get ahead of you, but the fact that like hell is reserved for like the worst of the worst. It's a little different. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. Like, like you fucking fucking crank your hog a couple times a day, you're not going to fucking go to hell. No. Yeah, yeah. Well, except the Mormons kind of do yeah. that. Yeah. Well, specifically cranking hogs. Well, they also believe that a guy... We'll get there. Okay. We'll get there. Yeah. But, you know, I, I there are good people in the Mormons, but I think I think the, the origins of the Mormon church are hilariously Hel- terrible. Yeah. They're you, ridiculous. Your religion's old enough for someone's great... If someone's great, like, grand, great-great-grandpa was still alive, he'd be like, that didn't happen. I was yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> like... Like, someone you know, their grandpa, like, your grandpa right now, his grandpa yeah. could have been alive yeah. for this shit. It was like, and yeah, I knew jo- I knew Joseph Smith. He was a fucker. He's, like, a, yeah, he's yeah. an absolute liar. He's a liar. Okay, yeah. we'll get into yeah, it. Yeah, but, let's hear it. So, yeah, um, by many of its... Oh, wait, did I just open up? Oh, I did, yeah. Um, just like I was saying with Mormons, by many of its tenets and followers, Scientology is considered a religion. Oh, okay. You know, yeah, some people, yeah, yeah. we think it's a cult. There's a lot of cult aspects to yeah. it, but people get spiritual guidance from it, and, and so it is a religion. Yeah. A lot of people disagree with similarly about Mormonism. Like, it exists in kind of a similar area, although it is more widely regarded as a religion. Okay. Uh, but, like, you know, so, like, the Church of Latter-day Saints is the other word for it. It's yeah. what they call themselves now. They're kind of getting away from the word Mormon. Um. Same guy who also wrote Going Clear about Scientology's wrote a book called Under the Banner of Heaven no by uh, the Mormons. Yeah, it's really good. Um, I found this Pew study that they did in 2012 uh, during Romney's election run because he was Mormon. Yeah. And it said 97% of Mormons consider themselves Christians. Only 51% of Americans call Mormonism a Christian religion. Really? No which, shit. Which could just be because more um, average American doesn't know shit about shit. Yeah, yeah. But it's <laughs> interesting that the average perception isn't se- overwhelmingly like, yeah, they're yeah, Christians. Yeah, yeah, They do seem to exist separately. I never, I never put them in the same Christian category. I, I always thought that maybe they were like... They're more like the Amish. Yeah, they were like, you know, maybe they had loose Christian values of some sort, but I never put them in. I just knew they didn't like sex and fun. Yeah. yeah, It's like, yeah, they're Christians. Yeah, you might as well. Yeah, you might as well be Christian. Um, When asked to volunteer one word that best describes Mormons, the most common response from Mormons surveyed was Christian or Christ centered. Uh, An additional 5% volunteered Jesus. The most common offered response by non Mormons was cult. So it is yeah. a common perception among people Dude, who aren't. One time, Mormons. I was in hair school and we were talking about uh, religions in class, and this girl was like, 
Catholic Catholics are a cult. And I was like, yeah, I mean, they all you listen, Dude. listen, I, I preach what you want to preach, do what you want to do, but you can't tell me the weird fucking communion shit is not a ritual. It's a fucking ritual. Oh, they're it's like, we are. I'm like, okay, so you guys are eating it as a metaphor. They're like, yeah. no, this is Jesus' yeah. body. Yeah. I'm like, oh, a ritual. Uh, okay. But, uh, and what's that? <laughs> you're, oh, you're literally drinking, drinking his blood. blood? Oh, okay. Yeah. They're like, no, it turns to his blood right before I drink it. There's a girl, there was a girl in my class who I didn't know was Mormon. And I was like, and she was very quiet, very timid. She'd always been nice to me. I did put two and two together after this is why she deleted me on Facebook because I was talking shit on more. I was like, oh. I made a post that was like, I, sometimes I think I'm stupid and I realize Mormons are still out there. <laughs> it, well, it wasn't not the best taste. <laughs> but we're talking about these religions and I'm like, you know it was a fucking cult? Mormons. I've never heard this girl yell this loud in her entire life. Really? She stands up and she's like, it's not a cult. And I didn't say shit because I was so taken back. You're like, oh. I was like, oh my God. I was like, <laughs> she it's was like, a- it's not a cult. And she gets up and storms out. I felt I think, genuinely bad because she's yes. a nice girl. And like, I think, though, if you run into people saying it so much that you get that worked up that because you hear yeah, it so often. It might be Think about it. Yeah, yeah. Think about yeah. it. Yeah. Um, it just all started making sense. I was like, I've never seen her shoulders. Um, th- what threw me off was the colored hair. I was like, oh, you yeah. Do that, you really yeah. But I was like, I was thinking, I've never seen her shoulders or anything like that, which you can't show them porn shoulders in the Mormon religion. Sexy Mormon. Yeah, dude. Porn shoulders. And their special underwear. One word impressions of Mormonism from the same survey. 18% positive, 27% neutral, and 24% negative with cult being the most popular word. Nice. I really liked that many Mormons say that the way their religion, 54%, say the way their religion is portrayed in television and movies hurts society's image of Mormons in general. You don't say. And only 15% say that it's <laughs> Helped by the portrayal more. <laughs> I was like, dude, I don't think, think so. about yeah. it. Like, yeah. Are you only watching Mormon shows? <laughs> like, They're like, yeah, we're looking better than ever. Yeah, they don't actually go watch this show. They're just like, they have, like, yeah, the Book of Mormon, those guys that, South, that created South Park, probably, probably pretty great. Probably good. <laughs> They're bringing a good word out yeah. there. That being said, a lot of Mormons actually kind of like Book Do of Mormon. Do they really? I, yeah. Like, the, I'm sure the church hates it, yeah. but they think it's funny. Honestly, and I've, it's I've never seen it. I, I've always wanted to go watch like the play, but yeah. I just never got the chance to. So, and they are fun, last hey, fun South fact. Park coming in real quick with the, with the fucking religion accuracy. Scientology, Mormons. Yeah, yeah. They're on it. Yeah. Uh, they, the Mormon church is labeled by the state media in Russia as a totalitarian cult. So they are not welcomed yeah. in Russia. Wow. Um, anyway, so I wanted to start with the history of the founder, just like I did with Scientology, because there's just no other way. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. There's no way to see the parallels here. So skip some parts, because, dude, the detail of his life, his Wikipedia page is excruciating. <laughs> I had to read, I just like started going to other sources, because like, the nerds on Wikipedia, which are certainly Mormon, yeah, are like they covered is fucking I, eyelashes. I'm sure bro. they have. I'm sure they have around the clock security oh. on his Wikipedia page. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> fucking edit, Absolutely. edit, see what happens. Edit. Like, we shit. have we have Mormons in the highest yeah. levels of the Wikipedia <laughs> church. Yeah. Uh, he had a rough life as a kid. He's born in 1805 in Vermont. Fifth, I think everyone uh, had a rough life as a kid in 1805. Absolutely, <laughs> he was the fifth of eleven children. Oh fuck it, that! Like, yeah. Um, the fifth of 11 children on a financially suffering farm family moved seven times in 14 years. Eventually ends up in Western New York. Incredible. It just poor as hell. Yeah. They got too many kids, but that's back when kids were like useful. Yeah. Yeah. Like you need to have kids to be alive. Right yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, 
At one point, he got typhoon in a uh, typhoid in his okay. shin bone. Damn. And then, uh, normally they would cut off his leg, and he ran into literally the only doctor in America who wouldn't cut off his leg, no which is Nathan Smith, who was like one of the founding doctors of American medical really? society. Really? Yeah. Insane luck. Yeah. Dude. So th- he like treated it and scooped it out, so he got to keep his leg, but he did have a limp forever. I'd be like, maybe I am celestial. Uh, that. You know, that's think about Should it. Should have bought an eighteen oh nine lottery ticket. Like, <laughs> a little scratcher. It's just Struggled. made of wood. Oh. There was a, a year without summer, which happened globally. It was one of the most um, like significant t- like climate effects ever, like so, in the history, or like a human sounds history. Sounds kind of lit. I'm gonna be honest. It was because of a volcano eruption in Indonesia that oh, like really? fucking blocked Holy the shit, sun out. Like, Can you imagine made... living through that? No, that's insane. No, especially back when you're like, oh well, the yeah. food that was going to come out of the ground died, so now we'll yeah. just die. Yeah, it, like I was thinking that too. I was like living a, a year without summer. In a time period where it's like, yeah, fucking Thomas held a sneezing down the street and he fucking died. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you like have no idea what's gonna happen like yeah. in the next week or tomorrow. So you're like, is it gonna be yeah. summer? Yeah, well, <laughs> like, what's going like, on? When do you give up on summer? You know, damn, that's crazy. Um, dude. So yeah, that's more struggle. Lost some brothers due to old timey diseases. Scratched out a farm living with no schooling. Didn't read very much, but was known to be very imaginative. Could entertain himself and create up stories. Whole silk cloth right out of the fucking pocket. No oh, trouble it sounds at all. Like, huh? Uh, Although opposite of Ron, he had just shitloads. Yeah, of siblings. yeah. Uh, Joseph Smith grew up during the Second Great uh, Great Awakening, which was a Protestant religious revival in the 1800s, big with the Presbyterians and Methodists. And in fact, Joseph Smith briefly experimented with Methodism in college. Uh-huh. Not really. He didn't go to college. Oh, okay. I was just making a joke. Cool. <laughs> he did actually try the Methodists out, but it was, he didn't go to college. He can't read. Basically, nice. just a bunch of Americans embracing religion during a period of great change. You know, like all the moving out west and everything like that. Everyone's yeah. stoked about it. And God's cool. And no one reads, so it's easy to convince them that something happened. Uh, Western Naturally. New York had so many of these that it was nicknamed the Burned Over District because it was ablaze with the Holy Spirit. Really? Because they're oh, it's very faddish. They'd every year or two they'd be like, "This is God, a hundred percent." And because of that, the area was like kind of commonly known for practicing like folk magic and oh, shit okay. like that. So I love it, folk magic. It was kind of a weird uh, time back <clears throat> yeah. then. Yeah. Uh, Jeremy had a dream last night, uh, so go ahead and knock down that sign on the church. We've got a new one coming in. Get your best men on it. <laughs> There's three more gods Dude, some new added guy to the Lord. came in, and he told me that he cured um, everybody's blindness over there, yeah. so that, that his religion's better. Yeah, he said you for sure have to take out the eyeballs. Then they can, <laughs> <laughs> then you, they can see. Uh, Smith's maternal grandfather self-published a book about all the heavenly visions and voices he heard at the age of 76. Oh, my God. Which is, like, absolutely manic Dementia, thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> um, Smith's parents also experienced visions, so everybody gets a vision They've got there. schizophrenia. So he took the visions, uh, Joseph Smith experienced them too, and he took them as proof that he shouldn't join a church, that he would be directed down a proper path. Uh, like I said, the family practiced folk magic. It was common at the time. They used divining rods and seer stones to find buried treasure. Yeah, treasure. Oh, Another treasure yeah, seeker. Um, Smith, at the age of 11, uh, picked up after his father in the use of the divining rod to find, find water and nice, shit like that. Nice. Um, Joseph and the family had a local reputation of being lazy and superstitious treasure seekers. I was, yeah, I always like the, it's those two rods you hold together, right? Yeah, yeah. What the fuck is this supposed to be the premise? They're like, you can feel them get closer when there's water below it. 
Obviously, Did someone just make that yes, shit up. Yes. Like, that's incredible. I know. I always tell people, I was you like, go around with two of those in your pocket. You I got ne- a job yeah, forever. Dude, I never looked into it because I was like, that's obviously fake. But like, <laughs> as I saw it more in media, I was like, no. <laughs> I read this article about how like California uh, groundwater wells are drying up, and like d- diviners are like becoming more popular over there because people are just desperate to find water. Yeah. Move. He's like walking. Move. Yeah. He's like walking around. I was like, yeah, if you're gonna have to drill here, he's like, sir, this is a cemetery. Yeah. <laughs> Dig him up. Let's this go. This is where the water yeah. is. I can feel yeah. it. <laughs> um. So yeah, the family wasn't well liked in the area. They were always looking for treasure. I someone wrote a book a long time ago that convinced everyone there was treasure just buried all over the world. Yeah, people are stupid, man. And uh, uh, but I honestly I could see it because I would love that. I would be like, oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, uh, look, I was once an eight year old digging a hole somewhere yeah, for treasure. Yeah, uh, you, yeah. Look, you never know if there's treasure right there. True, true. And also, you always hear that story about some dickhead who just goes out and buys a metal detector. And yeah, finds and a f- cord of Roman yeah. gold. <laughs> like, son of a bitch. Facts. Um. So. The, it wasn't until 11 years later that it was reported in 1832 for the first time, but it's, it was said that in 1821, Joseph had what would be one of seven visions that were instrumental in forming his views. Okay. Didn't tell shit about anything until he wrote it down in a book, and then he was like, yeah, look, 11 years ago, I yeah. had a vision. So, yeah. so um, I just learned how to write, so you better <laughs> get this shit, get it hot off the press, Most baby. say that it happened in 1821. Original source says 1820. It's pretty disputed because he just made it up, yeah. obviously, Naturally. 10 years later. He says that he saw a pillar of light exactly over his head, above the brightness of the sun, which descended gradually upon until it fell upon him. When the light rested upon him, he saw two personages whose brightness and glory defy all description, which is easy because then you don't have to describe them, standing above me in the air. Uh, One of them spake unto me, calling me by name, and said, pointing to the other, This is my beloved son. Hear him. Classic fucking... Angels come down, tell me I'm the guy. You know? Yeah, of course. Yeah, but Done. don't know what these angels look he like. He didn't tell yeah. anyone about the vision at the time. He's like, I got a little lazy, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was all writing all night. Just, he was like, believe uh, me. it wasn't until 1823 that his brother, like, that's like the first you can hear that his brother, like, knew about it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, like you said, angels come down from the heavens. They're like, you're the yeah. guy. And he's you're like, you're the fucking Yeah, he's like, and then he just forgets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he just forgets. That's he did, incredible. Uh, or he just, yeah, made it all He's up. He's like, so, they're like having dinner. He's like, oh, fuck, do you, I forgot to tell you this, I had dude. a vision. Yeah. I'm like I a, am the I'm, a, I'm the prophet. Yeah. So. Uh, apparently, he just went about his life um, not doing anything with his heavenly responsibilities, trying to professionally find treasure with a seer stone that he looked to in a big, deep hat. Nice. He would you nice. know, put it in. He's like, you can't see the magic yeah, out here, yeah. so I got to cover it up because yeah. then the magic, it's too bright. Nobody else can look into you this hat. You no, you yeah. can't because yeah. then uh, yeah. magic will leak Doesn't out. Work, yeah. <laughs> um, he was, yeah, he was like trying to make a job of this. Uh, they never, he never ever found anything he claimed he could you find. Say. Which, bro, just bury some fucking I, shit I and know. go find it. I'm like, like dude, <laughs> d- that means either you're like, maybe I'll find something, which yeah. is so stupid, yeah. or you're like, I'm just gonna go look and then find nothing. Yeah, people and are so stupid, very bro. Short-sided. You could do anything. You like just bury something. Yeah, you could fucking paint a paint like a, a cup yellow and be like, "This is it. This was Jesus. Yeah, this cup. is Jesus' chalice, dude." Um, he was actually charged at one point by the law due to disagreement he had with the family he was working for, but it was kind of unclear how that turned out. But people were pissy about him being a fucking charlatan. Yeah, that's fair. So <clears throat> he 
does find something. The official first account is dated 1838, but this takes place in September 1823. So, of course, 15 years later, he decides to write this down and tell people about it, even though it is obviously huge news. One night, he's visited by an angel Maroney who tells him uh, all the standard prophet stuff. You're the guy... It your sad son. We'll tell you all the blah blah blah. I want to be visited by an angel jabroni. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <but laughs> there was a book. Uh, he was told that there was a book written on gold plates that contained all of the everlasting gospel, and that there were two stones called Urum and Thummim. Uh, Urum and Thummim is not mentioned by Smith and Co. until 1832. Like the actual names of them yeah. don't come up for like nine years after this supposedly happened. Really, and uh, they're from the Old Testament, which uh, there was like a story about these old Israeli. Uh, Israelite priest uh, divination stones yeah. that had like the same name. Oh, okay. So, uh, but yeah, like he, he's just like, oh fuck, there yeah. were some stones in there, and then he, later he's like, <laughs> oh my god, yeah. we'll call it. they yeah. were actually he said they were a thumum. Yeah. Um, also, fun fact: when I started uh, researching this, uh, I was added on Facebook and messaged by a Mormon missionary. <laughs> what? I really? That was so funny. That's yeah. incredible. They're watching. I'm dude. gonna send this episode to him. Yeah. <laughs> like, listen to this nerd. <laughs> uh, so. Then he had um, three more encounters with the angel, and he tells his dad in the morning. This is like all one night. God, the angel comes by four times. God damn. You know, he comes by the second time. It's like, dude, okay, shit. Yeah. I did forget something. He's third, the third time, last time. Last time. <laughs> I swear to God. Fourth time. He's like, do I have yeah. my keys yeah. back here? Yeah. <laughs> do you have my vape? Yeah. <laughs> Where's uh, my fucking jewel, Joseph? So, Let's go. <laughs> so... Um, he tells the family they believe it, but they keep it quiet because they kind of have a not great reputation in the area, and they're like, "We should probably keep it on the DL." The guy that has a shitty reputation is—he's like making he's, up more shit. Yeah, he's uh, crazy. So he goes out to a big hill that very conveniently was pretty much right next to his place on the <laughs> autumn equinox, and he just found them shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I've never found a fucking thing a day in my life. And here the it is. The angel said, it's, it's, you know, go find it. Maybe it's on that hill right over, just right over there. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, all right, we got to make this look convincing. He gets, like, up to that hill. He's like, God, I'm exhausted. <laughs> he's like, I'm just going to find it. He's like, actually, you know what? They're right yeah. here. Uh, he's like, tosses them into the grass. Like Stories vary that Moroni told him where they were. Or that he needed to go through a series of landmarks to find them, nice. which is not that far from his house, so yeah. not too many landmarks. Yeah. <laughs> or he uh, told people, he did tell some people that he found them with the seer stones. This is like a s- fucking scavenger hunt on the back of a cereal box. It's, <laughs> uh, and like, w- from what I was reading of it, it kind of sounds like at the time. When he was whipping up this lie, yeah. he was like, he told people that he used his seer stones oh, to get okay. the business going. Yeah, yeah. And then later, when he's like writing it down, he's like, the angels told me. It was, okay. No, yeah. he, was, he was a scam artist. Yeah, of, course. of course. Uh, so obviously, the angel gave him a bunch of rules about how to get the plates because he nice. can't just like go in and grab yeah, them. Yeah, no. You got to be dressed in black clothes. Yeah. You got to be riding a black horse with a switch tail. Uh, and uh, the, you have to address the book in a certain name. And after obtaining it, you must go directly away and not lay it down or look look behind you. Because uh, uh, just standard tablet rules. Yeah, uh, so, absolutely. So um, not allowed to put them down until they were under lock and key. 
but he did put them down, so they, they disappeared, he says. And, which, you know, They're they gone. gave you one yeah. fucking rule, yeah. Yeah. and you put it down immediately. So, t- the guy that can't follow a rule from, an like, an angel <laughs> is the one creating this he's, religion. He's, yeah, he's like, it takes two years to tell anyone about this yeah. shit. <laughs> it's just like, the uh, fact that this... And the this, angel's like, alright, don't put him down. Oh my god, yeah. he just did it. He's like, don't put it, do not fucking put these tablets on the ground. He's like, I'm <sighs> really hungry, so like, I'm just gonna set him down for a second, I'm gonna walk over and grab that fucking goddamn whatever they ate back then some mash uh, <laughs> yeah. we a just hard had a real biscuit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> a rock basically so he put him down and they disappeared and the angel threw him on the ground he says and, they, and they, the guy he was like come back with the right motherfucker because yeah. you're blowing <laughs> yeah. it and uh i guess at the time the angel was like it's your brother alvin yeah uh, alvin died okay. uh so very inconvenient, uh, inconvenient. and he came back and he didn't get the plates because he didn't have Alvin. He died, yeah. and the angel's like, yeah, "Bro, you, next year, yeah, come you back got next this. year." Yeah, yeah. So he comes back a year later Jake with Alvin another out. seer. Okay, because you know maybe more magic in the area will did make. He just, the did Jesus he just did he just pick seers? Was he like, "I like you"? Uh, yes, okay. pretty, pretty much whoever was in the game. Yeah, yeah. okay. Um, so he comes back with another seer. He's like, "That'll get us." Uh, and that seer did see Urim and Thummim. He's like, yeah, I totally see them, but okay. not the right guy. So no okay, plates, yeah. no plates. So the next year, he he gets the plates. Eighteen twenty five. He's got the plates. Okay. Um, in the middle of his travels, I know what a process. Yeah, the angel Jesus, was kind of a yeah. fickle dick. At, at least he's putting the. I like someone looking at this. Like people that are in the religion, like he put in so much work. To do. <laughs> It's just like he, he just, he just forgot it. most of the time. Like, it's like two years later. He's like, oh fuck, yeah. Oh my god, he like yeah. finds his book. He's like, oh shit, I gotta do that. <laughs> um, it's like me his, with not uploading the podcast. Like I wake up, yeah. like, oh fuck. <laughs> uh, in his travels, he there's actually a tool song uh, on Wings from Her. I think it was Ten Thousand Days, where he like takes a bunch of acid and then he forgets. Uh, well, like, and then he meets. Uh, aliens and the aliens tell him like the meaning of life and oh, whatever nice. and then he like forgets oh, to write it down and, cool. and, and so he like wakes up he's like fuck yeah oh, I shit. think fucking Joseph Smith had ADHD or something dude. oh yeah. yeah at all um so in his travels anyway he meets Emma Hale Smith uh, and her dad fucking hates Joseph Smith a, pre- a lot right, of people so. don't like yeah. him <laughs> and so they elope and get married and I know that just that just strengthens his like his his cred they're like people don't like him because he's a prophet like, he's a fucking <laughs> asshole all the bro. Story- yeah no, it, oh my god he's i know fucking dickhead <laughs> um so yeah he doesn't have the plates in 1825 meets his wife the the how angel is, is pissed is she? uh she an adult she was an adult okay. i looked that up immediately right. we'll get i, to I know, yeah, I, yeah, I, know I, I know so um <clears throat> he doesn't have the plates yet when he's married the angel's pissed he's dicking around he's like bro you this is your last yeah. chance. <laughs> this has been going on forever i'm kind of having doubts about you being the prophet maybe we'll look for other opportunities but you got one more year to do you this fuck this up and i'm finding some other illiterate asshole to fuck <laughs> <laughs> so he goes out with another treasure seeker and, and then he finds them. He gets the plates. He finally gets the plates. Thank God. And he hides them in a tree. Um, well, word gets out that he wants uh, that the that he has these plates, and the other treasure fi- finders are looking for his shit. Okay. So uh, he runs three miles with these hundred and eighteen pound golden plates. Like these are supposed to be like. You know, big yeah, tablets, yeah. you know, and each page of it is supposed to be made of gold. Holy so, cocks. So, like, dude, there's tons of Mormon scientists coming up with 
all the possible alloys it could have been for it to not weigh 120 it's, it's pounds. Like, there's like a picture of Joseph Smith. He's just like flexing. He's like fucking <laughs> dude, jacked, dude. They're, they're, talk, they're like, yeah, he ran three miles holding 120 pounds. Bullshit. Dude, no. Um, and he was also fending off attackers this while he Joseph was doing Smith. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was so funny reading about it. They're like, maybe it was this um, ancient native copper gold alloy, uh, but they didn't find that in Western New York. I'm like, guys, brother, he said this gold. Didn't exist. Yeah, yeah. This didn't happen. <laughs> this, if you gotta fucking jump, they like, do mental gymnastics to kind of like to try to justify how he or or they come were, up with solutions. Yeah. It didn't happen. And they were even getting into like, well, did God give them strength to carry it? And they're like, nah, that doesn't make yeah. sense. Because uh, no, and I was like, God. They were like, that's gay. <laughs> So uh, he gets home with it. He refuses to let anybody see the plates. No one else is allowed to see the plates that he insists he has. He does allow just a very few special select people feel the plates through uh, the cloth. Oh, oh. Which is, you know, very convincing. Yeah. I was like, oh, it's so a like, hard thing to the, declare. They were like, it feels fleshy and cylindrical. What's we going will, on we here? We will defend you from yeah. strangers yeah. over what we have felt through yeah. the cloth. <laughs> I'm much more of a seer to a believer kind of guy. Yeah, same, same. So you couldn't get me to help you with shit. He's just getting dry handies for free telling people <laughs> they're feeling plates, dude. Uh, so he uh, cons a local landowner into paying him 50 whole dollars, which is actually like 1100 bucks. Nice, now, nice. To sponsor bad. a move to Pennsylvania so he can translate the golden plates. Only he can translate them. Promised land. So um, after a while of doing this, the funder starts having doubts about his actual ability to do this. You don't say. And um, and uh, it's actually because he's like getting yelled at by his wife. And he's oh, like, yeah. oh my god, he's I spent way fucked, too much dude. fucking yeah, money like, I, on I this. Fucked up. So he um gets he wants to see what like the work that Joseph Smith has done so far. So he gets it appraised and he convinces Smith to let him take a manuscript to the family. Okay. The only copy he has. Okay, nice. He nice. loses it. No shit. <laughs> which, which, Wait, Joseph okay. Smith loses so, it or the guy the does? The other guy. No, the guy does. So if Joseph Smith d- probably doesn't have any plates, but he did have to write 118 yeah. pages. That, it seems fair. like yeah. they re- existed. Yeah. And uh, then the guy loses them. He's like, oh, it's, my. It's a force of nature that, like, the two biggest dumbasses got together. <laughs> they lost the There's original. There's no urgency there at all. I, He's like, I yeah, know. this fucking magic fucking manuscript that from is from an angel be, from an angel i'm gonna misplace it a couple times just to let you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh so yeah he does lose it and this is unfortunately right as joseph smith's first kid dies the angel punishes joseph smith yeah. very old testament god yeah, kind yeah, of style yeah. because he's like bro you blew it yeah, yeah. you blew for it for the 15th time <laughs> you fucking blew it and so he, t- he claims that the angel took away the plates and his translation ability okay Luckily, he does bring them back in September of 1828. And so at this time, he, he's like, all right, all right. I've got it back, guys. I can translate. I can see the plates. Only me. Yeah. And, and But he does allow three people to see the plates, and they're now referred to as the three witnesses. Okay. And they sign a statement saying that they totally saw these angel plates. And some of them even heard God's voice. Bro, that's crazy. Absolutely. Were they wise? <laughs> Were they men? Were yeah. they three wise men? And uh, the, eventually this expands to eight witnesses. Okay. There's more about that. I didn't want to get into it. But, you know, I'm like, if you're going to sell the con, yeah. you got to get some other people yeah, in on yeah. this. Three, they're going to die. It'd be so easy yeah, yeah. to get two other people in oh, on 100%. this. Yeah, like, you're a brother. This guy gave me a thousand bucks. 
fucks for yeah. Just fucking make up some bullshit, say, dude. Say, sign a statement. Say you saw yeah. it. <laughs> and then people look at it and they're like, oh my God, That's this crazy. statement says yeah. that he saw it. It's real. It's literally signed. Right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, his, uh, so, okay, yeah. The, so he gets the translations done. And this is called the Book of Mormon, published 1830. Okay. Written initially from the plates, handed to them from the angel Jabroni. And um, the, uh, yeah, he's, you know, publishes it 1830. And then the witnesses start uh, baptizing people under the new Church of Mormon. And okay. they're not like really referring to themselves as the Church of Mormon yet, but it's yeah, a church. Yeah. They all like that book. And they start baptizing people. And then so people in the area start getting pissed. Okay, nice. Because, nice. you know, uh, you can't. It's if I'm a, if I'm a Methodist, turf, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Like God is letting me into heaven. Yeah. You can't let you yeah. into heaven too. There Nobody's allowed into heaven except room. me. I've been guestless not... for fucking years. Dog. <laughs> <laughs> um, he. Let's see. As the witnesses. Oh yeah, people get pissed. He's, oh yeah, and then he says he says Peter, James, and John appear to him and make him a priest and a, a vision, obviously. Of and they're like, "You're yeah. a priest now." Um, and so you should flee and they leave, they leave to a new town yeah. and that gives him power of course, cause now he's a priest and the angel said that he was in the book said it, that he wrote. Nice, nice. And at this point, the some other, that he wrote said he was a priest now. And at this point, some other witnesses get revelations too, but just luckily cause because God was looking out for Joseph Smith so hard, yeah. he got a vision too. Joseph Smith had a vision and he wrote it down, the revelation, because he was like, it actually it says that I was the sole prophet yeah. and the only apostle who could write for the church. Yeah, God that's told what my me you guys said. are fucking liars. Have so. you seen that episode of It's Always Sunny with the stickers on their head and, and like the fitness? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they yeah, start yeah. like busting down the apartment. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then uh, D starts writing things, so then Dennis has to write a thing saying, no, I'm the <laughs> yeah. real writer. Big vibes. The same thing. Yeah. The same thing. Um, and so Joseph actually sends his competitors to go proselytize the natives and fuck off Phil. He's what? like, you know what? Actually, great work. Really great work. Can you do that? Way, way over there. West. Way, way over there. So west. Yeah. So uh, he eventually moves to Ohio as the Mormons start to spread west, converting around 2,000 by the summer of 1835. God damn. And they start looking for their new Jerusalem, which is just somewhere safe. Uh, the split between Ohio and Missouri, and um, he has to visit the Missouri wing of the church to keep him in line, keep him happy, and also because he was beaten, tarred, and feathered by a mob in Ohio. So Fuck he's like, yeah. you know what? Actually, shout out to Ohio. I just played a show in Cincinnati. <laughs> they don't put up with that shit at all. Best party of the year, Ohio. I like you even more now. Fuck yeah. yeah, they. I mean, I'm not about tarring and feathering people for religious differences, but he no, was a con no. man. Yeah, but and, he's a con. Yeah, yeah he's a con man, he's like con through man. and through. And uh, he's like, you know what? I'm gonna go help the Missourians, and it has nothing to do with yeah. me getting beaten by a mob. Yeah, yesterday. God told me after I got my ass kicked. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so they're uh, again forcibly evicted from Missouri in 1833, and this is when they changed their name to the Church of the Latter Day Saints because uh, the Mormons it's got a bad uh, rap. Um, they try to send reinforcements to the Missouri Mormons, which kind of failed as like a military thing. Okay. Because this is like kind of a battle yeah. sort of thing. And, um, but the fact that people went on the expedition, like, really, like, steeled their resolve uh. for the, uh, for the thing. So a lot of his, like, real pipe hitters for yeah. the organization were on this expedition. 
And it's it's like a big story in the Mormon camp. Okay. It is the people who yeah. went on this. A ton of people died of cholera. Like classic yeah, traveling say, in the old days. You should story. put all your important people. They in got one basket. sick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, they be, it's more they became important because they were willing oh, okay. to do it, and, yeah, the, they, and then they were really with the shits because they're like, well, I can't abandon church after like nine yeah. of my friends just died on this trip That's here. True, yeah, I bet they explored each other's bodies. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> canon. That's absolutely canon. Um, he builds the. Uh, th- this temple in Ohio, uh, and then he tries to have he tries to make five governing bodies for the church with like equal checks and balances. Five is a lot. Yeah, that's yeah. hard to balance five. Yeah, and, especially um, if you're gonna be like a dictator. Yeah, yeah. And then the community collapses because of financial issues. Um, and he was banging a teenage servant in his home. You don't say. Yeah. Um. He then he gets a vision. With, thank God, because times were tough. Yeah. Things bad things and, are happening. And God right comes now. down to him and he's like, "Bro, there's actually some treasure in Salem. You could go yeah. find." <laughs> he doesn't find any treasure. You don't. Uh, say. So then he starts to start a, a bank, also vision related. That one. A failed. bank. Uh, yeah, it fails as well. Uh, and now a lot of people are leaving yeah. the church because his visions don't seem to be. The They're bad. like, this guy might not be who you he know, says I kinda he is. I kind of think he's yeah. just a con man. I think he's fucking me over. Um, <laughs> so they're trying. The people are trying to duke it out in Missouri, like the Mormon wing of the or the Missouri wing of the church. Yeah, and everybody fucking hates them. And they have three what are called Mormon wars. Shout, uh, out, the, to, shout out to Missouri. Dude, and the first really, in 1838. Really sticking with what you're good at. Which was hated. just over allowing Mormons to vote. They were like, they were really? like no, <laughs> you're not allowed to vote. Fuck yeah, you. God damn. I'm like, you know, I was reading the story. I was like, this is a pretty brutal persecution thing. And I, But I was like, I don't know what's going on. I yeah. need to read more about it because I'm like, why the fuck are they so yeah. hostile? Because because if the New York area with the burned over district and everyone's revival, like there's new yeah. Christian revival every year, why is everyone kicking ass? Out I, don't, in I don't know. Maybe they well, just want to be different. They're, they're just hot. hot. We're not those fucking yuppies up in New York. I kind of wondered if they were stirring up shit, you know, and yeah. like people weren't about it. Yeah. And the Mormons were like very insular, so I think that makes people kind of suspicious. And like they're filling, you know, that's back when you bring 200 people to an area and you're like, this is an army. Yeah. Like, that's, these yeah, guys are in control. <laughs> um, they have, yeah, three of the Mormon wars. At, at, oh, this is an order from the governor at the time. The quote, the Mormons must be treated as enemies and must be exterminated or driven from the state if necessary for the public peace. Their outrages are beyond all description. If you can increase your force, you are authorized to do so to any extent you may consider necessary. Like they were like fucking kill Mormons, yeah. which I was like, Jesus, Damn. that's too much. Yeah, that's, that's a lot, lot like, going. I don't like they were Mormons, full but government like, persecution. But like what? Yeah, what the fuck were they doing? Like what were they like? So that was because. So they had the Mormon, they had the election brawl. Yeah. And then uh, the they, they formed these, like, pro-Mormon gangs. Because for a while, they're like, just take it on the chin and be cool. And then they're like, all right, we got to kill people who gangs, don't like us now. Gangs of Missouri. It's just yeah. fucking Mormons walking around, like, beefed up, dude. <laughs> fucking so, Leonardo DiCaprio, like, hits a fucking Catholic gangs, in the face. Dude. Of, oh, I yeah, see yeah. <laughs> That would be kind of sick. Yeah, that'd be tight. <laughs> um, so the one they form an anti or a pro Mormon anti anti Mormon league, you know what I mean? Who would go around and hunt the anti Mormon militias? Holy cow! And they accidentally hit like a state militia, so that's when the governor was like, "Bro, kill yeah, all of yeah. them." So I um, will say, I will say, the Mormons' history is kind of with the shit. It, it's a little baller. I would be it's honest with, with the, the yeah, shits. It's with the shits. Um, that's the thing. I think the Mormons are really interesting. 
And I think the community that they formed is kind of interesting. I think the story, the yeah. origin story, is horseshit. Yeah, hor- yeah. And they have a lot of questionable but, things. But about the, the real church. things that happened are very interesting. Yeah. I will uh, give this to you, Mormons. Uh, I'm genuinely interested. Yeah, yeah. So then after the state militia attack, well, the governor thing, there was a retaliatory massacre where they killed 17 Mormons, which is oh, pretty shit. brutal. Yeah, yeah. They caught them, brutal. like, trying to escape. Yeah. Um, Smith gets arrested and at one point sentenced to death, but he, he gets out of it. There's a bunch of shit about it I didn't want to get into. Tons okay. of political connections and whatever so um and it was something to do with like being granted um citizenship so that like here so he stays in jail while his uh lieutenant brigham young gathers about fourteen thousand mormons to go to illinois and iowa yeah and there he uses a sweet connection to illinois government to get himself a city called nauvoo where he was granted autonomy and the, uh, I guess he was granted habeas corpus, so he couldn't be extradited. He was granted the ability to fight extradition really? by his connections in the state. Yeah. Okay. And they also were granted an autonomous militia that, at the time, was the largest armed force They're in the state of Illinois. Handing out armies like hotcakes around <laughs> here. <dude. laughs> the Mormons organized, dude. Yeah. Dude, and this shit would really freak me out. Like, if, like the Mormons were like just whipping up whole ass armies like this all the time. Like, what the f- yeah. who the fuck are these people? <laughs> uh, I mean, if a church like this started right now, I would be a terrified. Yeah, of it. Uh, yeah, no, I, I would assume nothing but agree. the worst. Yeah, completely agree. Um, so then he sets up his friend uh, Bennett as the mayor, and he, which you know, he's got he's got a Bennett's in ch- the mayor, and he was a he was also in charge of the militia. He's got homies hooked up. Yeah, he's got all the politicians who are friends. And um, in 1841, he shows Bennett his sweet, awesome idea um, about multiple marriages, which oh, Bennett nice, used nice. immediately yeah. to get laid. He's nice. like, "Yeah, I love yeah. that. I'll see you." <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I, I was going like, to explain it to. Him. Okay, shit. He's like, "I got like ten people in my Rolodex that I'm fucking going for right now." Oh yeah, dude. no, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um, and bad blood starts getting out because he starts trying to fuck everybody's wives. Yeah, naturally. And uh, he, they force Bennett to resign, and then Bennett releases a tell-all, and he's like, "Bro, he's yeah. fucking other fuck ladies." Yeah. At the God damn. Uh, yeah, I know. So he develops the church some more, starts writing some more stuff. Uh, there, this was when he writes uh, what was called the um, Book of Abram, Abraham. I'm gonna yeah. come back to that because yeah. it's it matters. And it's really funny, the story behind it, but it doesn't matter for this part. So okay. he co- this is when he comes up with baptism for the dead in 1840, and they start building a temple in Nauvoo, and they start building the plan to expand all over the world and establish a global theocracy. Okay. Like, that's explicitly his plan. Yeah. Uh, that doesn't work because everybody fucking hates the Mormons. <laughs> um, so someone shoots the Missouri governor at the time. He doesn't die because guns back then were so weak. Yeah. My gun that I shot, hilariously weak. <laughs> <laughs> it was n- so, like, anytime you shoot a two-liter with something, like, almost anything, it, it kind of explodes yeah, a little yeah, bit yeah. but this just punched a perfect yeah. hole in the front and back and it like bled slowly yeah. <laughs> i was like oh my god yeah, it was so cool point, yeah dude. seriously yeah. uh so someone was shot the governor and he didn't die but the, and someone blamed smith's bodyguard i didn't really see any evidence that joseph Smith's yeah. bodyguard had anything to do that with that governor it. gets shot he's like what the hell yeah. like, <laughs> son like, of yeah. a bitch uh smith uh hides from extradition though because this is looking pretty bad and, and they want to arrest him I, it kind of honestly sounds like a setup like, yeah oh his governor the his bodyguard did it so now we can arrest yeah, the mormons yeah. so like honestly some pretty high level persecution okay. of the government which is pretty horrible uh, so he goes and hides. He tries to set go and set up a state. Like, he wants Nauvoo to become, like, a, 
like its own territory okay. so that it can call upon a f- uh, federal troops if it needs defense. Uh, but everyone tells him to eat farts. And, and, and he runs for president and he fails. Everybody tells him to eat farts. Like, fuck so you, dude. They're like, dude, it's so funny. He's like, well, no one likes me. I'll just run for president. Yeah. <laughs> this will be good. No, <laughs> dog. So it's 1844. He's pissed off half of his uh 12 disciples or whatever because of money and trying to marry their wives. Naturally. And naturally. Uh, he, so he excommunicates them and because they're like, bro, don't fuck my wives. He's like, get out of my church. <laughs> get the hell out <laughs> of my church. Get the church. fuck out of here. <laughs> Go he, on and get them. He excommunicates them. They form a rival church and start spreading the word with a newspaper. And they're like, bro. Nice, like, yeah. nice, nice. Uh, um, and they're talking about his wife fucking because he really wants to fuck Dude, Yeah, he's, he's really... He's, he's, he's Really I'm not budging it. on the wife fucking, right? <laughs> <laughs> I, I will not compromise yeah. that position. I will say that his wife maintained to her death that he never once discussed any wife fucking at all. God damn there's, there's a weird amount of people being upset about wife fucking around him for that to have not happened at all. But that's what she says. That's a goddamn lie. Um, so they, he orders, Smith orders his standing militia to destroy it. And then the state gets the Missouri militia to involve and fight back, and then he flees, and but is arrested. Okay, June, nice. Yeah, so he's in jail now, yeah, and they're yeah. like, dude, this is ridiculous. Yeah. You're literally commanding an army, yeah. and, and like you've been pissing people off. You've been fucking everybody's wives. You've got all I these just, crazy stories. I just imagine he's on like a ton of old-timey drugs, and he's just like, we're going to fucking go to Missouri. I'm going <laughs> to fuck everyone's wife. <laughs> I'm going to build a temple and establish a theocratic yeah. order. Give me more cocaine. Or Sorry, I meant cough syrup. Yeah, cough syrup. Um, June 27th, 1884, or 1844, an armed mob with their faces painted black. Not a blackface thing. It's just to cover their face. Okay. Uh, <laughs> they painted them? To- they said blackened faces. Maybe back then you just rubbed soot on your face. I don't yeah. know. But yeah. That's funny that that's instead of like a mask, like <laughs> an easier option. <laughs> They're like, dude, I don't have any string at yeah. home. All right, guess got to paint. Yeah, put your hands up your chimney and fucking pull them out. <laughs> <laughs> so they storm the jail shoot him and his friend, uh, and he says, oh my God, Jesus, as he falls out of a door getting shot. They, like, write his final words. It's like, <laughs> ah! I know, it cracked me the fuck up. <laughs> I was, like, pretty realistic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, Christian God. <laughs> he was, like, falling out of, like, a second-story window, and they were, like, lighting him yeah. up. He, was, like, he hit the ground with, like, four bullets in him. Oh, my God. He, it claimed that he had a pepper box, and he shot three people with it. I didn't find anything else to back that up i think the mormons are just trying to make yeah they're like he didn't go out like that he he, he got a few punches in but also he didn't kill any of those people because no the guns back then were just practically useless they were dumb dude um and every person who was involved in that was acquitted for the murder they they indicted people nobody got in trouble you don't say (laughs) and that is the story of joseph smith the the judge is like you did what now (laughs) all right well (laughs) Here's so the key to the they're like, actually, no one in the jury thought you did mm-hmm. anything wrong at all. Uh, I don't even know why we're here, boys. I thought home. so. Think of how much this paralleled uh, the story of Scientology. Like he just trying to get laid, makes tons of money off of this shit, fleeing the government and everybody who hates them all the time. And, yeah, and you know they die in exile. This yeah, time he was, uh, died by the government and. And just crazy story making. Dude, that's incredible. And that's the story of Joseph Smith. And I thought it was 
frankly wild. hilarious. That's, <laughs> in, that's amazing. I will uh, give him that. What I was like, good. yeah, seriously. And like, that's only Joseph Smith's part of the Mormon story. Like, yeah. they have a lot more yeah. after that. But like, uh, so crazy dog. After his death, Brigham Young caught the Illinois vibe, and he's like, you know what? I don't think they want us here, and so he decides <laughs> to move west. Well, I'm getting the idea that they don't like us here, boys. And they go to Utah before it was even recognized as sovereign U.S. land nice. after they took it from the nice. Mexicans in the uh, war. Not and nice. Found it. Well, I mean, it was a war, yeah, so, you yeah. know. Uh, yeah. And they founded Salt Lake City, and uh, Brigham Young eventually becomes Utah's first governor, which I actually forgot about, and I was like, oh, my God, that's insane. That's such a Mormon state. Yeah, that makes the sense. The lieutenant yeah. of the Mormon church was, like, the governor. He's like, the- you're all fucked now. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, Smith founded Mormonism, but a lot of its tenets were kind of formed by Young, especially after. Okay. Especially... This the wife fucking yeah, Young yeah. is considered the father of Mormon polygamy and most people because he had fifty seven kids with sixteen wives. Good God, he had fifty five wives. Jesus he just only impregnated sixteen of them, which yeah. I was like, you know, kind of shooting a lot of blanks there. Yeah, 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 I was like, he only impregnated one God, third. God was trying to like prevent this. He was like fucking doing the best <laughs> oh, no. he can. <laughs> God, yeah. please stop. Yeah, him. Yeah. Um, so within 25 years of his death, New York Times reported that he had over 1,000 direct descendants. Because Damn. Mormons will... It's not cool at all to be like, Brigham Young's my great-great-grandpa. Yeah, dude. Yeah, every, he's everybody's Oh, you're from here. Utah? Yeah. Uh, cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, what do you expect from a group that is officially against masturbation? Uh, in exchange for Utah being... Soaking. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Soaking. exchange for Utah being added to the Union, um, the church officially dropped polygamy... There are still offshoots of the church that maintain it, um, kind of like that uh, desert tech cult that we talked oh, about. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, was pretty pro-slavery, Brigham Young. He was very pro-Native and African slavery because it's in the Bible. You tell me the wife fucker. He was uh, just about it all. He was like he, – he, he didn't want Utah – so, you know, they had a really interesting long-term vision for Utah. And, like, they settled this, like, marshland and were, like, the some of the first people – to irrigate in the high desert, like, really? ever. Yeah, like, to have, like, per- to, to do that annually. Because the natives, like, I can't remember which ones it were, uh, who were in the area would not really stick around for years yeah, after. Yeah, but yeah. they would still I do would like some. to go back in time and drop off just, like, a crate of M4s to the indigenous people <laughs> in Utah. <laughs> just like, hold them back. Dude, just decimate the Mormon church. Uh, so... Uh, black people weren't allowed. So this is the part we're going to do the fun part about the Mormon okay. uh, church because that was that's the that was backstory. a weird comparison. So, black people weren't allowed, so, and then the well, fun part of the church. black people <laughs> weren't allowed in all the rituals or becoming priests until the 1970s. Uh, Mormons they were, were allowed to be in the church, but they yes, weren't allowed to like do a lot of the like higher rituals or become priests. What the fuck? That's... For a long time, it's because the Bible says oh, uh, yeah, the Book of Mormon yeah. says priests. Blah blah blah. Yeah. Mormons were hella racist. There's a lot of equating purity to whiteness specifically in that the, shit in makes the, no sense dude and they it took a while they officially don't say that but you know I would imagine they're still pretty racist. I don't know. I feel yeah. weird about being in a church that started really racist. Yeah, yeah, it started really racist and wouldn't let people of color be priests until the 70s, dog. The 70s. The 70s. Jim Jones was more progressive <laughs> than the Mormon church. So in the 1840s, like I said, Joseph Book released a or Joseph Smith released a book that he translated from ancient Egyptian papyrus that he just, oh, papyrus yeah. that he just bought from someone <laughs> called The Book of Abraham. 
This is a major canonical work in the Mormon church. Like, they're like, yeah, this expands upon it. It's like basically a rewritten Bible that has more info about Abraham's life. Okay. And the Mormons defend it wholeheartedly. They're like, this is blah, blah, this blah. Is this shit's. is true. Yeah. It, it's it's completely debunked. He he said he translated it. He straight up didn't at all. He couldn't <laughs> read any hieroglyphics. Yeah. <laughs> he made up all of it. Which you gotta hand it to him. Yeah. That dude could whip up a story. Yeah, I, honestly, yeah. He could whip He's, up a story. Yeah, he should have been an author. Well, he kind of was, but. Yeah, he kind of like, was. One that didn't suck. <laughs> uh, and like, they're like, uh, oh, yeah, absolutely. This yeah. is true. This is the he was correct. I've ever no. Read. Uh, it's just not at all. Uh, the greatest evidence of the truthfulness of the book. Of, this is from the Mormon Church. Yeah, that's right. This was a crazy fucking detail. Um, I read about some of this stuff from, like, what Mormon churches or the website says. And the greatest evidence of the truthfulness of the book of Abraham is not found in an analysis of physical evidence, nor, stop you right there, nor historical <laughs> background, but in prayerful consideration of its content and power. They basically said, this is bullshit, <laughs> but like, okay, believe look, it. Okay, maybe yeah. it's not the right time, yeah. and none of the words yeah. line up, but if you pray on yeah, it. Yeah, if you pray on it, it's fine. Right? And basically, you're just saying, like, That's you incredible. know, it's just... Okay, maybe we made it up. But just think about it. If it were true, it would yeah, mean a nice thing. That'd be thing. crazy, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so craziest bit about the book Abraham and why I was going into it was um, the the belief that a planet or maybe star that God actually lives on is called Kolob. And there's like even Mormon astronomists who are like, oh, it's like the center of the universe – and they try to do twist math and science yeah. to make that yeah. work. And they're like, cola. Like, there's a belief that you can find this planet. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. So, what's it? The. Oh, uh, hold on. Sorry. It's called. You're good. Oh, yeah. Oh, I think I pasted something right in the middle of my notes on accident. Nice, nice. Oh, yeah, the scholars of the 1800s had barely begun to explore the field of Egyptology. Oh, yeah, this was the Mormon church. I'm oh, sorry, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, barely. And yet, with no formal training in ancient languages and no knowledge of ancient Egypt, except for his work with the Book of Mormon, Joseph Smith began his translation of the ancient <laughs> manuscripts. I'm like, you're just saying Dude, he was making yeah, it up. He was fucking lying. <laughs> like They're like, uh, uh, this man with no education or anything designed a whole airplane get I, in it i would love it flies i would love to think that like whoever wrote that was that from the wikipedia page no that was from no like, that oh, was that was website? like a mormon uh things you should know about the cold I, I love the thought of like someone who the person who wrote that like wanting to get out of the church and was like just putting passive aggressive digs <laughs> on yeah. the church in this description. that's why i was confused because i i normally keep quotes so i can keep track yeah, of it yeah. but it just looked like something i was writing to yeah. make fun of it like with no formal training nothing Thing about ancient Egypt, uh, it's no. incredible, <laughs> incredible. They, and that's like a lot of the Mormon stuff is like that, where they don't see yeah. how like that Stupid sentence that sounds yeah. silly. Yeah, um, and they actually have a hymn about it, and they say in the hymn, "If you could hide to Kolob in the twinkling of an eye," and that's like a common like Mola or a Mormon hymn. Like, okay, it's, any of them would know it. Okay, which is so weird. They're like, if you could just fuck off to God planet <laughs> that actually exists in our space. I'm like, Jesus, yeah, that's really great. literal. <laughs> um, and in part because time works differently in Kolob than it does on Earth, it is possible that we will one day travel across the vastness of space in the twinkling of an eye. That's from the understanding Kolob. Like they really believe you go to it. I was like, 
shit you guys sounds that, so made up. And I will say that doesn't sound very Christian. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't think Christians believe you can just go yeah, like, fly yeah, a spaceship yeah, to God. Yeah. They literally yeah. think you can fly a spaceship That's to God. That's incredible. That's incredible. I love everything about also, that. Also, kind of big Scientology vibes yeah, on yeah, that one. Yeah, big Scientology Yeah, right? Vibes. Um, I want to talk about something that comes up a lot with Mormons, the magic underwear. Yeah. It's called the temple garment. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, It's a white underwear required by adults who have been endowed into the church. It is worn always as a reminder of the covenants of the temple and protects against temptation and evil. It does protect against temptation because no one looks sexy at all. I'm I'm immediately not attracted to them. It is a chastity belt in jumper form. (laughs) You could put the hottest goth babes in that thing. It wouldn't, nothing. It doesn't do anything. Um, The... They've updated the design, but the uh, fundies, like the super Mormon offshoots, yeah. are like, no, 1840s. Yeah. That's the real one. You're keeping it. Uh, the uh, There was a poll among Mormons that revealed that nearly all of them believe it offers spiritual protection. Nice. I don't know. That sounds like the kind of thing that you could misconstrue from a poll. Yeah, yeah. But, you I'm know. Just start cursing Mormons. Yeah. <laughs> like, see so, if like, it You works, can't bitch. touch me yeah, bouncing yeah. off my magic underwear. <laughs> yeah. uh, you shouldn't ask them about it. They'll get really mad. Oh, okay. Uh, they have an entire clothing company. Like, the Mormon church has a, a clothing company That's that produces these garments. Yeah. And um, it's a temptation thing. That doesn't seem to work since Utah has the highest porn per com- consumption per capita in the United States. Yeah, don't say. Yeah, have you ever seen that like uh, Pornhub the map of the U.S.? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Let me see what the the, the Utah one. one was. The Mormon one. Uh, they fall into the step. Oh wait, no, they're in the Grand uh, Lesbian Region. Oh, okay. The, nice. the it's the Montana Wyoming area where you get more into. Oh, uh, okay. You, you the heavily homophobic church is yeah yeah. That makes Ugh, sense. dude, this is gross. Most oh, the most viewed categories in the United States just teen, teen. gross. That's awful bro. to see it like that. Ugh. Fucking weirdos. Um. So anyway, yeah. Uh, fun fact about the mormons is that they believe in baptism after death so the church of mormon and scientology whatever has the largest collection of genealogical records in the world with info o- on over three billion dead people from 100 yeah countries. isn't like ancestry ran by the mormon church i don't know although that would kind of make sense because i've heard from people who like amateur genealogists or whatever who are like yeah the mormon church had a ton of documents about this shit uh, they have. Oh, it's not. Never mind. Okay, sorry. Uh, the Mormons have also long preached self-reliance and regularly encourage members to stockpile food and supplies. This became an official recommendation during the Great Depe- Depression. Okay, but it's still recommended to this day. Oh. They're recommended to have three months' food and water and to save a lot of money, which they give I, the I, church ten percent. Ten percent, absolutely. Yeah. Oh my God, yeah, yeah. Duh. yeah. Duh. It doesn't even need to go be said. Dumbass. Uh, <laughs> oh, you're gonna keep all of yeah. that? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I. Gotta say, I'm with the Mormons on that one, and I think it's really cool that they're fostering a whole community of prepared people. Yeah, also, but also when the shit hits the fan, I don't want just Mormons to be alive. It will be mostly just Mormons. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and white supremacists. Yeah, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I'm repeating myself. (laughs) Um, So, the church also, I I was wanting to get more into BYU, because it's kind of gruesome, but the church subsidizes BYU, and and they have some of the cheapest tuition of a state university Especially for Mormons, okay. it's super cheap to be in the Mormon Church and like endowed. Really, and yeah, and um, to go there, and it costs more money if you're not a Mormon, but it's still cheaper than like a, a typical state college. Oh, okay. However, 
Um, so you you can go to BYU as a non Mormon. Um, ninety nine percent of the Mormon uh, of BYU is Mormon. No 99%. shit. 99%. I saw someone say 98 and a half. I'm just going to go ahead and round that That's one up. That's crazy. I'm, if you're if you're desperate for that half point, it's basically 99. That's fucking insane. I, a, AMA request, anybody who can listen to this, if you were a non-Mormon who went to BYU, I, us. Yeah. I have got to let know, us know what know that was is. like. Yeah, let us know how it is. It seems, I did see a decent amount of like pretty conservative... Um, like Muslim people will go there because really? the church has a very like, or the the campus has a very like pretty strict no like gambling, partying, drinking, oh, okay. smoking. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that's, um, uh, that's cool, I guess. But still, man, the, what's not cool is if you're in the Mormon church and then you leave the Mormon church while you're at BYU, they will kick you out of the fucking school. Yeah, I They're figured like, as much. Which I'm like. Why not just charge them more? Yeah, you know, yeah, get the money for. Well, they're fucking already making a hell of money. Hand also, if you go to BYU, you have to take three religious credits a semester. That sounds awful. Which is just, I mean, it's one class, but holy shit, a hard pass every still. semester. Yeah, no, that's I'm a full on yeah. minor. They're trying to indoctrinate you, indoctrinate, indoctrinate. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Um, and that is the Mormon Church. That's fucking bananas. What a good story. They're such goofballs. Yeah, I, they're they're fucking silly gooses to be honest with you. Absolutely. Um, but uh I mean, I will say their early history, you know, they're fucking kind of with the shit. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, it's pretty like wild. I mean, a lot of it I, I admire all the people who stuck with Joseph Smith. I think they're kind of stupid, to be honest, because, like, Joseph Smith was, like, yeah. a lunatic yeah, con artist. Yeah, fucking out of his mind, and, dude. And, like, I, I know every I know every religion thinks because everyone hates them that they're right. I know. Yeah. But, like, it's not. just think about kind it. Kind of the opposite. If you're in a room with, say you're Mormon, and you're in a room with nine other Mormons and nine of the Mormons agree on one thing. And the one Mormon thinks the other thing. Do you think he's right? No, no fuck no, no way. You think he's wrong. Now put that thinking yeah. into the broader, broader spectrum. Yeah. yeah. Imagine you are those one per- Yeah, exactly. That's fucking crazy. I think it's pretty funny though. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. And, um, I didn't, I wanted to get into some more stuff. I wanted to get into like soaking and, yes, and all this uh, shit yeah, and like the, what do they call the ones who push on the bed? I can't remember, but yeah, all that shit yeah. is so funny to me. And and like honestly, like ex Mormons have a, a pretty big community. Uh, like the Mormon Church calls them ex Mormons yeah, specifically. Yeah, yeah. Um, and like a lot of the people who leave Mormonism, like they don't do it because they're like, you know, I just don't really think I believe in God anymore. They're like militantly anti Mormon Church. It seems to work well for I some people. I follow the anti-Mormon subreddit. They're yeah. Like, yeah, they're super big. Or like, yeah. It, a, lot I think, of, a lot of mentions of the CES letter, too. Which C- is, CES letter is like, uh, I, I, I'm i not a fucking... Um, Mormon? I, I'm not Mormon, and I haven't really looked into it a lot, but I've noticed on the anti-Mormon subreddit, um, every time someone talks about getting out of the Mormon church, they say... I read the CES letter and it opened my eyes to what's the, the CES letter. So it's it says the CES letter is one of Latter Day Saints' honest quest to get official answers from the LDS Church, but it, it on its oh, troubling it's origins. Yeah, yeah. Oh, um, so dude, and out. and that's so. Oh man, that is like think of all the examples of yeah. the, like through that story of like Mormon infrastructure dedicated to be like, oh yeah, this does make sense. Yeah, and it yeah. fucking doesn't. It doesn't at all. It simply at doesn't. All. Like, dude, the the fucking tablets thing that he 
No one else no. actually got to see them. Yeah. It sounds so fucking made Out up. Out of your mind, dude. Um, it, it's, and, like, they even, they've even done some, like, kind of shady shit with the tablets. Like, they had one where they were like, this is a replica of it. This is exactly how much it weighed and everything. And it weighed, like, 50 pounds. Ah, bullshit. You know, or, Fuck yeah, like, Fuck there's, they just here. keep doing, like, little yeah, things yeah. like that. And I'm like, it's, it's just a dicey look. They're still gonna believe him, no matter what. I, yeah, yeah. I, I think, I don't know. I, I don't know enough about Mormons everything to be like, you shouldn't follow it, but yeah. I think it's not cool to be a part of the organization. Yeah, I don't no, I really agree. like the organization. I agree with that. But um, if you want to start a prepper group, you got to get them yeah. on. <laughs> they're really good at inventory. Yeah. Have you ever seen one of those stores, like the warehouses the they keep fucking for themselves? insane. Dude, dude, they have like the, the inventory lists and keep a track of when they expire. Like they really got all They're real good at what they shit. do. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but and they yeah. have a lot of guns. <laughs> a lot of guns. <laughs> Um, so yeah, that's an uh, hour and 30. It's not bad at all. Not too bad. We will see you guys next week. Um, I got to take a shower because I smell like shit because I've yeah, been sweating all weekend. Um, I will, we'll see you guys next week. Have you a don't good have one. any idea what you're covering, right? No, not at all. Not at all. Not yeah. at all. all right, cool. We'll see you guys next week. Bye-bye. <laughs>